Hey you, I'm Melanie, and you're listening to the Surrender to Thrive Podcast. Surrender to Thrive began as my journey of waking the fuck up, or as some spiritual experts may say, a peak in my spiritual awakening. After experiencing hard-hitting trauma and losses all at once, everything changed for me. I had to confront one of the biggest challenges of my life, learning to surrender. And now, I want to help you do the same. I help high-achieving women of color become emotionally resilient by learning to let go. Every week, I will hold space for intimate conversations surrounding naming and releasing unresolved feelings, emotional triggers, limiting beliefs, holistic wellness, ending toxic cycles and relationships, and so much more. I'll invite other healers of color to inspire and share their personal journeys and knowledge with you. You'll leave with practical solutions to care for your emotional body to finally let go and navigate life challenges to experience less stress and emotional stability. Yes, we're getting all in our feelings today, so let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Surrender to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Melanie, and today is part two of episode nine, Shift Happens. So last episode, I pretty much um, talked about the professional and emotional shifts I've been experiencing lately and how I've been feeling overwhelmed, um, a bit pressured at work to perform in a way that doesn't sit well with me. Um, So a lot of things professionally just shifted with me transitioning to the therapist role and taking on different responsibilities. I also talked about some emotional shifts I've been having um, that were influenced by the professional shifts, but also um, just on a personal level, some emotional shifts that was going on. And when I last left off, I was really excited about, you know, Whispering to Thrive and um, creating these free experiences for the women in my community, in this community. And I was also excited about this trip to Arizona, this road trip to New Mexico in um, Arizona, actually. And I'm back. (laughs) And I had an awesome trip. It really gave me um, a few days to just be in the moment, not thinking about work, not thinking about anything else, just help me to clear my head and Kind of had like this childlike spirit um, while on the trip and visiting certain, you know, parks and certain places and just just being in the moment. It really felt good to do that. Um, if anyone knows me, they know that I love long drives. Sometimes it can be a lot because that was a 14 hour road trip, but it also was a great time for me to just clear my head like I usually do on long rides. So I got back home and I'm right back to where I was at. And that's what I want to talk about today is how um, taking trips or doing things um, to feel better is great. It's awesome. But if you do not pay more attention to what it is that is bothering you or what it is that you're struggling with, those same feelings, those same emotions, those same behaviors can come back um, and come back often more intensely. So that's what I want to talk about today and how um, I experienced those intense emotions and 
I was kind of repeating the same behaviors once I got back from this trip, this trip and wanted to let you all know how I was able to shift from those emotions and those experiences I was having. Now, before I begin, I do want to let you all know that I always say this journey is never complete and I always want to be 100% real with you all about my own journey and how it can be helpful um, to see someone in a position where people feel like, oh, they got it all together. But there are times when I don't and that's just that's just human of me. And um, yeah, I just wanted, really wanted to be honest about my experiences in hopes that it helps you through some of the painful things you're going through or some of the struggles you have or challenges you have um, on a professional or personal level. So yes, it was important for me to document these changes so that you can understand um, kind of how this cycle goes, especially the emotional cycle um, and how they, how you can become stuck in the cycle um, if you don't pay attention, if you do not nurture where you are and nurture your feelings, uh, nurture what you're experiencing so that you can move forward. So that's what this pos- podcast episode will be about today. So to keep this episode short, <laughs> I encourage you all who have not listened to episode, not episode one, but part one of this episode, please go back and listen to get a bit of a background on the things I was experiencing, the emotional, professional shifts that were happening in my life, in my life so um, that you can get a little bit more information. But fast forwarding to yesterday and me returning back to work um, a few days ago after my trip. I was right back where I had left off on. I was right back being what I call kind of stuck in my emotions, stuck in really moving forward from um, what I was experiencing. And I think that it really came from me being resentful of working again, (laughs) Um, to be frank. and the nine to five life. And I knew that it would happen at some point or different points um, with working again um, after not working for six months back in 2020. And I just really didn't want to be there. I didn't like the way some things were handled, you know, like in big companies or certain treatment centers and things like that when it comes to them like billing and kind of overworking you to, um, you know, to receive more money or to, you know, it's just like being treated as a machine and something just didn't make sense to me. So I started to revert back to my old thoughts of like, I hate nine to five. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Just really having all these thoughts. And I'm really like, I'm laughing now, but in the moment I was really in it and it it became impossible for me to want to stay at work so excuse me so I actually um yesterday I'm fast forward now yesterday I was at work and I was sitting there and I knew it was going to be a rough day because I was still having these same thoughts I was still not really doing anything to um shift my mood I was just still attached to my couch (laughs) for those of you who listen listen to the last episode I was just like not consistent with the things that I typically am used to doing I'm used to tending to myself a lot um and doing self-care and healing work and um 
and all those types of things. But I was really just attached to my couch and stuck in my feelings. And like I mentioned before, being in your feelings is a great thing to let nobody tell you that <laughs> you, you get out your feelings. If you go all the way back to my first episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but it also comes to a point where you're stuck in your feelings. You're no longer in your feelings. You're stuck in them. And that's what I was experiencing. So I was at work and I was just like, oh, my God. I don't want to see anybody. I don't even want to see clients. And that really was like, yeah, that was that's when I noticed like it was getting to a point when I was just, just experiencing so much um, intense emotions. And I was like I mentioned in the last episode, I was just always tired and low energy. Like it felt like energy was being sucked out of me and I just did not feel good. Um, and I think being at work just only intensified those feelings. Um like I said, just being resentful of nine to five and wanting to, you know, do the entrepreneurial, be an entrepreneur and and reach some of my goals. But knowing that I wanted to take on a nine to five position so that I can continue to um, serve my clients and um, really just invest in my personal and professional goals. So this was like, you know, a pit stop for me. This is not something that I was going to do long term. Right. Anyway, I was at work and for the last, I would say yesterday and the day before, I was just like physically, I just did not want to do work. Of course, mentally and emotionally was like influencing it as well. But it had got to the point it had got so intense that I just didn't even want to like type. I didn't want to do any work. I didn't want to see anybody. I was going into full moan, just like like my body just felt I just felt a lot of resistance. That's the word I would say. A lot of resistance. Like my body just felt like I didn't, I, it like locked up to doing work to a point where I was just like, okay, I need to leave early. I just, I can't be here today. So I went home and because I just honored that I just couldn't be there and I wasn't going to force it either. That's another thing. Do not force something that you cannot um, mentally, mentally, emotionally, or physically can't handle in that moment. And just being real with yourself about, about what you're experiencing in that moment. So I told myself, okay, you're going home early, but you're going to have to figure this shit out. You're going to have to process what it is you're going through and be honest with yourself. And I'm a person, like I said, I am a person that loves to process in my process my emotions and uh, really be in my emotions. But I had got to a point where I just became so stuck in them and I just didn't really question things like I usually do. And that brings me to how I was able to um, shift my emotions and shift my mood so that I could move forward with my intentions of reaching my goals and my personal and professional goals. So the first thing, y'all, is self-inquiry or self-talk. I tell my clients all the time, like, talk to yourself. Don't tell anybody or don't let anyone tell you that you're crazy for talking to yourself, even out loud or journaling or whatever it might be. Talk to yourself. Ask yourself questions. Be curious about the things you're experiencing. Kind of like stepping outside of, you know, your thoughts and feelings and really 
and just really being childlike. You know how you, those two-year-olds or when, you know, kids become a certain age and they always asking like, well, why this? And, you know, well, why that? It's like, that's important to do because it helps you to dig deeper and deeper and deeper to being aware and understanding what it is you're feeling. So be really curious and analyze, not overanalyze, but just kind of just dissect um, the things that you are experiencing or feeling and thoughts that you're having and approach them with curiosity so that you're able to um, process the things that are coming up for you. So, yeah, when I got home, that was really what I did. Well, later on that night, um, I made it or I created space for myself to um, to be curious about what it was I was experiencing, to ask questions, to process fully process um, what it was that was what it was that I was struggling with. So before moving on to um, how I process things or how I shifted my emotions, um, I do want to point out that I am a person that's really about processing things on my own at first. Sometimes I'm able to or that I, I feel the need to process with someone um, before kind of like processing with myself, but I am a person that processes things myself first before any other, you know, anybody else's thoughts or feelings are integrated with my own. So I like to get things out first. And then I'm like, okay, this is what I was experiencing and kind of letting that person know. So that's kind of my process when it comes to anything that I experience or comes up for me, rather that be um, something good or something that's painful. Now, if you're a person who intentionally and consistently, those are two key words. If you intentionally and consistently avoid processing things with other people and avoid processing things on your own, then that can create a bigger issue. So if you're not processing things with someone and you're not processing things on your own, it keeps you stuck in your trauma. It keeps you stuck in your cycles. Um, it keeps you stuck in your feelings. Um, and you're not able to move forward or reach um, things in your life that you intend on reaching, especially when it comes to self-growth, healing and things like that. So I encourage you to reach out to a trusted friend or even a professional to help guide you through your experiences, to help guide you through your emotions and the things that you struggle with mentally and emotionally. So on to the second thing that I did to help shift my emotions um, and to help shift my perspective. So while I was journaling, journaling, <laughs> it's so hard to say that without getting tongue tied. But when I was journaling, um, I was honest with myself. Um, and I know that sometimes it's hard to be honest with other people because of like judgment or you know things like that but if you can be if you can be honest with anybody be honest with yourself so I was really really honest with myself um and I accepted some things that were in my control and accepted some things that I could not control um and also with shifting my perspective and my emotions I focused on things that I could control. I focused on what was important to me. So with my nine to five, obviously I'm work as a therapist, I'm working with clients. And although I was um, resistant and resentful with working a nine to five and going back to work, 
I had to remind myself of why I was doing this, why I wanted to work a nine to five, um, what things that I enjoyed about working a nine to five, because it's not all bad, of course. Um, and what was imp- and reminding myself of what reminding myself of what was important to me and what's important to me is serving my clients. I wanted to be the person that if they got anything out of treatment, it was one-on-ones with me. It was their experience with me. So I wanted to put my best foot forward with working with clients, not only to help them and help um, them in their recovery and healing journey, but also to help serve clients in the future, clients that um, I will make a connection with, that I will help um, outside of work, um, especially with Serena to Thrive. So just continue to sharpen my therapist skills, sharpen my um, personable skills and things like that so that I am able to help more people. And that was when what's important to me. And that's what I'm passionate about is serving um, people and help to help them become more comfortable with these processes like healing and processing emotions and trauma and things like that. Uh, not that that's ever really comfortable, um, but providing a safe and comfortable space for them to do so. So, yeah, I just had to remind myself that my resistance or resentful had nothing to do with my clients and that I actually wanted to focus on my clients um, and focus on my professional growth as well. So that helped me to shift my perspective on nine to five and the benefits of working a nine to five. And I had to remind myself of those things because that's like my goal is obviously entrepreneurship. Um but also, I know that this is a stepping stone to getting to where I want to be. So reminding myself of what was important to me, um, what it was that I was passionate about, it helped me to shift my mood. And y'all, after reminding myself of what was important to me, what I was passionate about, you know, why I was doing this work, um, my mood today, <laughs> I was so energetic. I was happy to see clients. Um I just felt really good. I just felt really, I don't know, I I felt my power, my energy coming back, my passion coming back. Um, And yes, it's like, oh, 24 hours really did it. Like, no, I'm going to continue to do the work because I see them, how my mood has shifted. I see, not see, but I feel how my mood has shifted. I feel, um, I can feel how doing this work healing and processing um, and tending to myself is beneficial for my growth and beneficial for my clients because if I'm not good, I can't really pour my all into other people. And I know that that's something um, that's something I'm aware of that if I if my cup is empty, essentially, I cannot fill someone else's cup. So it was really beautiful to witness um, myself or even not witness myself, but just to experience that shift and to be aware of how I shifted. And like I mentioned, the work is not done. Of course, this is not like, oh, now I'm back and I'm just, nah, (laughs) this is still a journey. The journey is never complete. And lastly, the third thing that I 
started to do last night was nurturing myself. And for anyone who doesn't know, I I tend to myself a lot. <laughs> and I am happy that I am a person that um, cares for myself emotionally and mentally. Physically, you know, work in progress, but it's something that I'm working towards and that I'm always going back to even when I fall off or when I, or when I become inconsistent. So I do admire that about myself, that I can pick up where I left off and not let certain things keep me down. Um, so if I'm down, you know, accepting where I'm at and then um, finding ways to move forward to build myself back up. So I do a lot of tending to my, I, I tend to myself a lot. I care for myself a lot, um, especially mentally, emotionally, like I mentioned. And obviously with all the transitions and shifts that kind of went, I kind of, I not kind of, I basically neglected those things and became inconsistent. And I noticed that that's going to cause a lot of trouble, obviously, because what I've just shared with you all about my experiences with um, my emotional and professional shifts. So I I went back to my old rituals. I went back to tending to myself and I surrendered to my yoga mat. Y'all, it felt so good. <laughs> like, um, fast yoga, I like that. I like afterward. I like the, the afterglow of moving through like a, a a more a faster flow but yin yoga like taking my time to really um sit in certain positions for longer periods of times and really allow my body to um just become completely relaxed man <laughs> felt so good and another thing is I sung, like I, I sung my heart out. It was a way for me to release a lot of the things that I had allowed to build up. And I also cried, y'all, like when I was praying last night, because something I also do is just kind of like, it's my way of talking to myself and and talking to God, my higher power, and also um, a way for me to release some of the things that were becoming a challenge for me, the things I was struggling with and, and asking for guidance and things like that. And when I do that, a lot of times I do become emotional and I felt like I needed to cry. I needed to cry. And that's what I did. And that felt really good. I slept like a hey, baby. <laughs> very, very, very healing. So all of those things I experienced last night, um, all the things that I did and I processed were truly, truly helpful in helping me to shift my mood, helping me to shift my emotions. And of course, I'm still in it. And that's why I am letting you all in on this journey journey and documenting things because I don't want to be a person that waits until things are all good and people not really know the struggle, the challenges I face, the challenges that most people face before they're able to move forward in their life. So this is me being vulnerable. This is me documenting my journey. This is me serving you. And this is me serving myself. And I am thankful for all of you who have taken time to listen today. And let me know if anything stood out to you, anything that you're actually struggling with now. Um, 
And I would love to hear from you. So you can reach me on my IG. You can send me a DM. <laughs> so it's surrender the number two thrive underscore. Or if you if you a person that likes to email, I would love to hear from you as well. Um, so that is info at surrender the number two thrive.com <laughs> I almost tripped up uh, but yeah info at surrender the number two thrive.com and yes that was the episode thank you again for listening um, also I would love for you to leave me a review a five star review if anything was helpful for you share with a friend share with family share with your friends all that I hope you all have a beautiful week and I'll be here next week. Bye.